From WGVU, this is Focus West Michigan for February 5, 2024. I'm Joe Balecki. For our main feature today, Shelley Irwin talks with local artist Two Eagles Marcus about the world of winter event happening in downtown Grand Rapids until March 10. Also, Kent County Commissioner Stephen Wooden is running for state rep. Jury deliberations have begun in the case of a school shooter's mother and more state and West Michigan news. Focus West Michigan is brought to you by listeners like you. To support this show and everything we do, visit wgvunews.org and click the donate button. Kent County Commissioner Stephen Wooden said today that he's running for state representative. It comes after Democrat Rachel Hood announced last week that she would not be running for re-election. WGVU's David Limbaugh spoke with Wooden about his plans. I stand before you today to announce my candidacy for the Michigan House of Representatives in the 81st District. Stephen Wooden has been serving District 18 on the Kent County Board of Commissioners since 2019. Wooden says he'll be running on a platform of bringing down costs, supporting world-class schools, protecting air and water, and safeguarding the right to vote and to reproductive freedom. He was backed by City Commissioner Melinda Yasazi and State Representative Rachel Hood, who is not seeking re-election at the end of her third term. Hood says Stephen's ability to get many different things done over the past decade makes him the best candidate for her spot. There is so much more work to do and Stephen is incredibly prepared to do it and that is why without hesitation I can turn to Stephen without even thinking about it and say it's time. Wooden says he has a track record for getting results by building consensus based on data. He says he's most proud of helping Kent County obtain a 58.3 million dollar affordable housing revolving loan fund. He also says he appreciates the support from Representative Hood. Uh, I have big shoes to fill but I am ready to, to do my best. I'm David Limbaugh. Jury deliberations begin today for the mother of the teen who killed four classmates at Oxford High School in 2021 and wounded seven others, including a teacher. Prosecutors charged Jennifer Crumbly and her husband with involuntary manslaughter, her trials being the first. Prosecutor Karen McDonald alleges Jennifer Crumbly ignored her son's request for counseling, then agreed that he could have a handgun as a present. McDonald accuses Crumbly of showing little empathy for her son, even when she messaged her boss that he was likely the shooter just hours after the crime. And it's already clear that he is probably never, ever, ever going to be out of prison for the rest of his life. She's texting, don't judge me based on what he did. I need my job. The defense claims that Crumbly's son never requested to see a doctor, that they held family activities together, and blames the husband for not keeping the weapon locked away. The case could set a precedent for whether parents can face serious charges because of a crime committed by their child. The U.S. Department of the Interior's 1990 Native American Graves Protection and Reparation Act has been updated. Museums are now required to receive consent from Native American tribes and descendants to display artifacts. As WGVU's Patrick Center found out, the Grand Rapids Public Museum has been compliant. Anishinaabek, the people of this place, is a Grand Rapids Public Museum exhibit telling the story of the Ottawa, Potawatomi, and Chippewa people of West Michigan. There are 12 federally recognized Michigan tribes and four state historic tribes. Really what this exhibit does is celebrates who we are as a people, and a lot of different exhibits don't have that. They're put together by people who aren't invested, aren't part of community, and this one was... My name is Ed Pigeon. I am the Anishinaabe curator for the Grand Rapids Public Museum. 
I'm a member of the Matchibinashwish Band of Potawatomi Indians. There is a call in the new regulations for consent for items to be displayed, which in our exhibit in the past, that was already meeting those requirements because the museum worked with tribal community to ensure that everything here was culturally appropriate. Pigeon tells us the museum and Michigan tribes hold themselves to a higher standard. Tribal governments throughout the state, as well as Native American community, and all these people come together to really share our individual stories as tribes, but together as the whole people. The updated federal regulations also streamline the returning of cultural items and human remains to their descendants or tribes. I'm Patrick Center. The Grand Rapids Community Foundation is raising donations for its Black Legacy Fund. The initiative builds on the legacy of giving in local black communities. WGVU's Kylie Ambu reports. The Black Legacy Fund was created in April of 2006 by the Communities of Color Initiative, with the goal to support organizations that serve the African-American community. More than a decade later, Black Legacy Fund co-chair Zaina Woodson says, this year's theme centers around opportunities for wealth building, leadership, community organizing, and more. So our theme is love and action. So we are inviting our community to come in and show us what that looks like. Woodson and the Grand Rapids Community Foundation are holding a fundraising gala on February 16th at the Center for Community Transformation. At $75 per ticket, the proceeds will help support organizations that uplift Black brilliance and improve Black quality of life in the greater Grand Rapids area. Our past grant round, we had 87 applications that came in, over $9 million in funding asks, and we were able to infuse about six hundred, over $600,000 back into our community, which is great, but it's only a piece of what people need. So we want people to come in. We want our community to come in and show us what does that love and action look like? How can we uplift? What spaces should we be in? The event aims to celebrate Black history and highlight Black philanthropy in Kent County. I'm Kylie Ambu. The city of Grand Rapids has unveiled final concepts for improvements at Canal Park. WGVU's David Limbaugh spoke with the Director of Parks and Recreation about what the public can expect from the revamp. The downtown park, located on Monroe Avenue Northwest, just north of the 6th Street Bridge, will be transformed into a community hub, with amenities such as a new multi-purpose plaza with rentable enclosed pavilion, a kayak launch platform, and a universally accessible play space called River Story. Director of Parks and Recreation David Marquardt explains the main reason Canal Park was chosen for the update. We know that we've got um, river restoration work that will be taking place over the next uh, several years, um, restoring the rapids and restoring the health of the ecology of this Grand River Corridor. Marquardt says a key piece of that work includes restoring the ecological health of the river's edge within the park itself by adding native plants. He also emphasizes that the park, its new features, and the river will be completely accessible to individuals of any ability. That will really, I think, enhance again, uh, residents and visitors opportunities to interact and engage with uh, the the Grand River in ways that we haven't been able to uh, in years past. The update is one of 17 vibrancy projects throughout West Michigan that received grants funded by the American Rescue Plan back in October. Designs for the park were created by Virtus Design Group out of Kalamazoo. Work on the park is expected to begin within the next year or two and last approximately two years. I'm David Limbaugh. Governor Gretchen Whitmer visited Grand Rapids today to promote one of the goals of her proposed budget for the year, free pre-K for all Michigan children. WGVU's Dee Morrison explains. We go to Fred's house. 
Oh, we're going to a friend's house now. This Burton Elementary School preschool classroom in Grand Rapids was the backdrop for Governor Gretchen Whitmer's visit Monday to promote universal pre-K for every four-year-old in Michigan. Doing this sets every child up for success. It also helps parents save about $10,000 in child care costs per student. And most critically, it really is about giving our students a solid academic foundation. The governor toured the preschool with lawmakers and educators, including Grand Rapids Superintendent Dr. Ledrian Roby, who emphasized universal pre-K is about equity and access. This is an equitable moment to make sure that all of our children have access to a viable, rigorous, relevant education. And this is what this work is about. The governor spoke on the advantages of early learning. Kids who go to pre-K arrive at kindergarten ready to learn, better prepared to read and do math. They go on to earn higher test scores and are more likely to graduate and land good-paying jobs. Whitmer promised more details on funding the initiative in her proposed state budget coming out Wednesday. I'm Dee Morrison. We invite you to celebrate Black History Month with a closer look at the lives of the many Black Americans who have made indelible marks on history with their artistry, achievements, leadership, and community activism. From the heroes of the past to the visionaries of the present, WGVU Public Media is committed to bringing you content that educates, inspires, informs, and entertains. Learn more at wgvu.org slash Black History Month. WGVU's Shelley Irwin sits down with artist Two Eagles Marcus to talk about the world of winter taking place in downtown Grand Rapids, including the outdoor locations and events like this weekend's ice sculpture walking tours, a black history walking tour, and more. Let's talk world of winter. Downtown Grand Rapids, full of it. Of course, that's a good thing. Kicked off back in January headed to March 10th for this celebration. I bring on Two Eagles to talk about his work and, well, how's it going? Where's the snow? Good morning to you, Two Eagles. Good morning, Shelley. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to see you out and about uh, the many things you give uh, to our community in the form of, uh, well, making us feel good. You take our picture. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't been doing much of that lately. Mostly I've been focusing on light art. Yes, and that is what we focus on. First of all, tell me more about you in general. Uh, my name is Two Eagles Marcus. I live in Rockford, Michigan. Uh, my day job is I have a photo and video experience company. So we we uh, interact a lot with people. And um, that's kind of how I uh, could drive my uh, light art is knowing how the people uh, like to engage with experiences and being able to uh, see cool things and be a part of it. What is this world of winter? I'm putting you on as a spokesperson right now. You're speaking <laughs> on behalf of the whole team. As the uh, unofficially, World of Winter is um, the largest uh, winter festival in the United States, um, and it runs from January 12th to March 10th, and it is a really uh, amazing opportunity to go downtown Grand Rapids and see some really cool uh, light art installations and interact with them and also just visit the different shops and offerings that downtown Grand Rapids has. Nice. Let's talk up specifically what you have. You're saying light art? Is that L-I-G-H-T? Yeah, light, like illuminated. 
And uh, let's get into Four Directions. Where is this and what is this? So Four Directions is one of my installations. It's located at 555 Monroe Avenue Northwest. Uh, It incorporates a musical soundtrack. I wrote a song for it. I uh, created a uh, light sequence that goes to the the rhythms and beats of the music. Um, And Four Directions is... uh, uh, one of the indigenous beliefs uh, uh, that's shared amongst a lot of the different tribes uh, about the north, south, east, and west, and how it relates to um, the the four seasons as well as the four parts of your life. So with the four parts of your life, you have uh, birth, adolescence, uh, adulthood, and then death or, or old age or death. And then with the seasons of spring, summer, fall, and winter, um, so those are in the four parts of the day also. So there's a lot of f- things that come in fours, and those cycles are what keep the earth refreshed and rejuvenated, and also those cycles for us daily to keep us refreshed and rejuvenated. Ooh, does winter mean death? It's a, it can be associated with death because, okay. you know, when you see the, the earth, uh, the leaves fall in the fall, and everything kind of dies down and it hibernates and it rebuilds itself and then it's reborn again in the, in the spring. Thank you for that. All right, uh, you sent me a picture of yourself dancing uh, uh, at the uh, Caliparin? Caliparin. Caliparin, tell me about this. Caliparin is a human-sized kaleidoscope that you can walk inside of it. It's eight feet deep. It's uh, about seven feet high in the inside. And you can take these really amazing photos in it. The back wall is covered in LED, and the shape of the interior is hexagon, and it's mirror, acrylic mirror on the floor and walls. So when you walk into this, the the shipping container, it's an all-black shipping container, and it looks like this black box with this light tunnel. And as you get in, you actually see the reflections, and the light seemingly reflect forever and fade off into affinity. So it really... It really messes with your sense of of space um, when you walk in because it looks so much bigger the inside than it really is, especially it comes out in the pictures too. Yes. I trust uh, your exhibits can and will go on without uh, snow on the ground. Yep, the exhibits will go on no matter what. Uh, you know, we installed those uh, the day before the big storm, um, and they've been out there running twenty four hours a day since January 12th. So uh, being it's the first time I've ever done any installations that incorporate light and sound and all these electronics, I'm very happy to see that we haven't had any technical difficulties and everything's been going strong the whole time. Nice. And have the people come? Uh, Have we seen the visitors thus far? We're, uh, you know, midway. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of activity down there. Um, I've been there. I, every time I come downtown, I, I cruise by and see what the crowd is like. And it, it really hasn't mattered what time or what day of the week that I've stopped by there. But people are always coming up. And especially on the weekends, on Saturday's a big day. Lots of people downtown. And my installation, uh, Caliparin Cal- actually has quite a long line a lot of the time, which is really awesome to see. And I've gotten some great reviews from uh, out-of-town media sources and local media sources. Where do your uh, exhibits then go after March 10th? Well, after March 10th, Caliparin um, 
Right now, I don't have it booked for any other light shows, but I potentially will get it into some uh, music festivals or arts festivals, and hopefully I'd like to see it go um, nationwide and have it travel out of state. For directions, um, that is something that I don't see that that one particularly would go out of state, but it is something that I can use those uh, cubes to repurpose into other uh, installations and light art displays. Nice. Well, again, uh, just looking uh, through your worldofwintergr.com, uh, busy times right up until the end, including uh, this weekend, uh, some pretty cool tours, an ice sculpture walking tour, black history walking tour, and more. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think World of Winter's here to stay. Absolutely. How do we find out more about Two Eagles Marcus and your good work? You can uh, go to TwoEaglesMarcus.com and find out about my installations um, and also be posting some upcoming uh, meet and greets or photo opportunities. Um, I, I plan on going down there and uh, taking some professional people, uh, pictures of people actually in Caliparin and showing people how to take the perfect selfie inside of it. Selfies are here to stay. There we are. I'll look you up. Okay. Good to see you. Uh, always a pleasure what you do for our community uh, with your with your fun talents. World of Winter, downtown Grand Rapids continues through March 10th. Check out the work specifically by Two Eagles, Marcus. Take care, and we'll talk again. This has been Focus West Michigan from WGVU for February 5, 2024. I'm Joe Balecki. Our audio operations manager is Rick Beerling, and our news and public affairs director is Patrick Center. We'll be back with more news and events in West Michigan tomorrow, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.